Welcome back to another episode of the Flipping the Industry podcast. I am your host, Tori Johnston, and I'm so excited for some really deep, motivating conversation today with our special guest, Renee McNally. You can go ahead and introduce yourself, Renee. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm Renee, obviously, and I've been in the industry for about 20 years. Um, don't try to calculate how old I am. I just, I started when I was 10, <laughs> but, and I've been with IBE for about two years and it's just been an insanely incredible journey. So what made you interested in IBE? Well, I did, I've been doing extensions for about 17 years. Uh, I used to do the keratin um, bonded and it was incredible, but, you know, hand tied, the hand tied methods and hair were just becoming so popular. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to get on this train because I've always really loved uh, extensions, but never really had an outlet to, to transition my whole business to that. And then I was researching and found IBE and I was like, oh yeah, this is it. (laughs) Within the, you know, short amount of time that you've been behind the chair, (laughs) (laughs) how have, how has that have you always been leaning towards extensions or when you got licensed, what was your, your goals? Did you have goals originally or what was your plans once you were a stylist? I just like doing hair in general, but I got certified like a year and a half into becoming a stylist with extensions. And it's always something that I really, really loved because it's just something so different. You know, we're always taking hair off. So to be able to give it back to someone and the feeling of confidence that they have is just incredible. And I always knew that I would love to just like specialize in that. But for some reason, it took me 20 years to do it. I guess I was waiting for Mackenzie. (laughs) I think we all were actually waiting on Mackenzie. I will say that I'll agree with that for sure. When it comes to your work behind the chair and everything that you do, do you think there is some correlation between like the experiences in your life that have shaped the stylist you've become and like the work that you're able to do and the connection you're able to have with your guests? Yeah, I think a hundred percent. I think like sometimes we don't realize the crazy things that we go through in life at the time. It is so hard and it sucks, but, and then when you come out the other side and just keep pushing through, like you have so much more to give other people because of what you've went through. And I think not only making people feel great and look great, but it's the connection, like is one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about our career is the connection that we have with other people, like deep connections. I mean, we're literally like touching them for hours. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no yeah. more close. There's nothing closer. But, no. um, and really to be able not. to relate to someone is, is really awesome. Cause there's a lot of people who don't have people that they can talk to about things. And I feel yeah. like we're so lucky that we get to do that. And I feel like you, you may agree with me here too. We're people's therapists before they realize they need a therapist. So there are people in life who are like, yeah, go to therapy. And then there's people in life who are like, oh, I don't need one. But then they have their hairstylist who's actually their, who's actually acting as their therapist. <laughs> yeah, 
the the term therapist is real. Yes, it like, is. So I I actually have my associate's degree for psychology because wow. I really always wanted to um, become a psychologist, but I wanted to go all the way. Like I knew social work wasn't really what I wanted to do. It was mm-hmm. more like actual psychologists. But then when I was done, I was like, oh, hell no, like 10 more years of school is not for me. And also I would like suck at it because I would be like crying on the couch with all my patients. There's no way I wouldn't be able to take everything home with them. Like I'd be like, all right, who do we need to go beat up? Or like, I'd want them healed in one session. You're like, do you feel magical now? Like right. sat for an hour, like I, it would have been bad. So I feel right. like we get, we get to help people and make them feel good in this and and like in this job and and they want to come see us and it's like an instantaneous thing it's like such a boost it's I don't know what it is about like feeling good about your hair but it just it's like a magical so we we do kind of have that role and it's it's awesome yeah with our own lives I know I think back on Haley Haxton's episode when we talked to her she was talking about how like we all go through stuff, like even us, even your therapist, we have to show up to work with our, with our happy face on dressed and ready no matter what. And she was saying how personally that makes her feel better. Like almost that faking it can kind of convince her that everything's okay, that everything's going to be okay. You know what I mean? And when she was talking to me about that on that episode, I was like, wait, that's me too. I just haven't ever realized it. So I was like, wow, it really is true because when you go to work, your clients, like, yes, they love you. Yes, they're involved with you. They may be your friend outside of work, but they don't really care to hear about your stuff, you know? (laughs) Some of them do. But they don't want to hear them. the whole – yeah, they don't want to hear the whole load of it. So it is hard yeah. when we go to work and we may have some – our house may be like – our mental house may be like literally burning to the ground, but then we have to sit there and listen to theirs. And sometimes it puts our problems into perspective and sometimes it puts our problems into perspective. We're like, girl, if only you knew what's going on with mm-hmm. me, <laughs> you know? So how has – how have you found – that you handle that situation with like going to work and just putting your happy face on? Well, I think it's like, I don't think we realize like how much everyone really goes through stuff, you know, and especially in the world of social media and technology that we have now, like we forget that we've all been through some crazy stuff and it's like, we all just have to push to keep going and, and pushing through because we're all going to have, really crappy days and we're all going to have really good days. And we've all had these experiences. Like I've had some crazy experiences with like my first daughter, um, how she was born. And there's so much, like so many things that people go through and we just think no one else is going through anything. Yeah. And that's, oh, we just can't do it and we can't go on, but like you do and you just do it and then things get better, you know? I've heard some, a little bit of your story and, you know, I'm like, what the heck? So if you feel comfortable sharing with our yeah. listeners, you totally can, um, about your daughter. Totally. So I had, um, uh, our, we have two amazing daughters. One is 12 now and the other is almost 10. I've been with my husband for 
like 22 years. He's a magnificent angel for putting up with Mm -hmm. me. I don't know how he does it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But we were trying to have a baby for a long time. Nothing crazy. We didn't have to go into like treatments or anything. But um, when we finally got pregnant, it was amazing. And, you know, you have this Mm -hmm. idea of like how everything's going to be. It's just going to be magical. And they're just going to like fly out of your womb like angelic and you're gonna you know like in the hospital normal and and you know we actually our daughter came um eight weeks early and so she was a preemie and was in the hospital I delivered her myself in the car while we were on the way to the hospital oh (laughs) um yeah I I, you hear these stories and you're like, oh yeah, like, but you never know someone that's that's done this. Yeah. And now I know someone that's done this. <laughs> this There's is crazy. so many people who were like, you gotta call the news station. I was like, no, I just need to rest for a day. <laughs> I like, just actually performed a delivery in the car on myself. Yeah. And it's funny because oh, my um, gosh. The one of the stylists at the salon that I was working at at the time was like, Renee, you look really low today. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, and I, um, I just worked and then went home and I picked up, uh, like Panera on the way home. And sometimes it messes up my stomach, so I was just yeah. not feeling great. So I'm thinking, oh, I just messed my stomach up. And then as literally as soon as I walked in the door, my water broke, but mm. I thought I peed myself. Yep. So I was like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm just going to have no bladder control and pee myself for the next two months. Like, right. this is wonderful. <laughs> like, not realizing that I was into la- going into labor because it was so early. Oh, my and gosh. Then, yeah, because yeah. at that point in your pregnancy, you're already having, like, little incidents of that happening. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. this makes sense. <laughs> and my husband was homesick, thank God, because um, he works, like, an hour away. And... I just laid down because it was like, oh, my stomach's messed up. And then when it didn't stop, I was like, all right, I think, I think like something's going on. <laughs> so I woke him up and he's like, all right, I, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. And we, um, I called the, I had him call the doctor because I like almost instantly within 10 minutes got sick. And that is like when you go into transition, which is literally like right when the baby mm-hmm. is coming. <laughs> So we call the doctor and she's like, oh, come on in, like sounding all nonchalant. So I'm like packing the bag and we're taking the dog out to the car. We get in the car and we have like a 55 minute drive to the hospital. But, you know, we had just taken our first birthing class. They're like, oh, 16 hours. Yeah, right. And then I start putting like a note on my phone to time what I thought were contractions. Like I hadn't even told my husband that I thought I was in labor at that point. Um, so he just keeps seeing, it was like four minutes, three minutes, two minutes, one minute, three minutes. <laughs> like, and he just oh. kept looking over like, what, like an- another one? Oh my God. Like, and so we got on the highway and right when we get to the exit for us to get off, like he's in the left lane, we're driving like a maniac, you know, and we had, we were blocked in like the person in front of us in the fast lane wouldn't let us by. He's honking the horn. Oh. And it's like, first off, like, why do you want a crazy mofo like that following you? Like, move out of the way. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, right. So we actually missed the exit to the hospital. <gasps> and I was like, you can't miss this. Like, you can't. So he, like, thank God got over. But it was past the exit. And we had to, like, back up the <sighs> on-ramp 
to get off of it. And right when he's doing that, I was like, I think you need to call 911. And he's like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, like we're right here. I was like, okay. And then like, I had a contraction (laughs) and I didn't even realize what I was doing. Like I, I like took my jacket off and like I scooted down and he's like, what What is going on? He's like, don't push. I'm like, I am not trying to push. Um, I don't know when your body is ready for it. It's just ready for it. And like you already knew what to do to prepare. Well, yeah, I guess my body just did it. And then I, your body was doing it. And from just the time of backing up to get off the ramp to like getting to the light off the ramp, which is like, I don't know. What is it like? Point one mile. Like I, she, like, um, she crowned, I could feel her like (gasps) crowning. (laughs) So So I think we had just gotten on, the phone with 911 um and I'm just like holding her head or like I'm trying to like hold her in which you can't yeah. do you know no and and then just all of a sudden her hands or her head just like popped out of my hands <gasps> yeah it was crazy and um and I, I so our <laughs> second birthing class was the next day So I didn't realize, okay, nobody make fun of me for this, but I didn't realize that you don't contract, like you contract in your stomach. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to squeeze her head. Like I got to get her out. And I just think it was like the, the fakest most, like, I don't even know if I pushed, but when a contraction came and she just like came out. So you, I mean, so this was your first, right? Yeah. Yep. So I have so many questions and we can go over this later, (laughs) but I'm like, (laughs) yeah. It's kind of like, you know, in life, when there's things that are, like, happening to you, you're like, oh, life just keeps happening to me. But then at some point you get, you like, you get to the point where you're like, I have to do something. Like, I have Mm -hmm. to do something. And so in that instance, your body just, like, you just knew, like, how you were scooting down and preparing and just, like, prepared, like, even though you didn't take that birthing class. And then I think back to, like, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know time frames. Like you guys, I am just so uneducated on history. <laughs> I'm just going to say the med- medieval times because that's just a long time ago for me. That's like forever ago in my <laughs> yes. world. Yeah. And like, they didn't have these birthing classes. You just had a baby, right. you know? Right. I mean, I'm sure they had midwives and such, but you just had the baby. And even if you yeah. had a midwife, you weren't texting or calling them. And so then what? So you have your baby in the car. Yeah. And I mean, you just, I remember like my grandmother was telling me, I mean, she had like nine pregnancies and seven kids wow. and wow, she lost two of them, but, um, it's my step grandmother. And she, uh, was like, I just get like gave into it. You know, you know, it's going to hurt, you know, what has to happen, but if you try to prevent your body from doing it, cause you're scared, it's going to be worse. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't have time to be all like kumbaya prepping. I mean, she's, this was like, my water broke at 4.30 that she came out at six. Like, so it was like fast and furious. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm sick of this shit in here. (laughs) And like, (laughs) I'm coming out. (laughs) Come into the world with a force for sure. Yeah. So So we, um, yeah, so we just, uh, finally, she was fully out. We parked somewhere. The ambulance came. And got her all situated, and then we, uh, me and her, rode to the hospital, you know, together in the ambulance. When it was like 
below zero. It was the coldest day in December. It was below zero. Like when the police officer showed up first and my husband like cracked it, the window probably like a millimeter and was like, the baby's out. And then just put put the window back up and like left the the like we ghosted the police officer standing out trying to help us because it was so cold oh my so they got her all settled and then um like got me settled and then we finished everything like there this is so crazy and I know like like you said in your head and you know that's just that's just life it's like you have this Mm -hmm. whole idea of what it's going to be like and I think that that kind of relates like even outside of life even to our careers like you have this whole yeah. idea like yeah. I'm gonna go do hair this is my plan and maybe you don't maybe you just do hair because you did it in um high school because you wanted to do that or whatever but at some point you do you feel like you have a plan and you're like it's gonna be fabulous and then yep. and then for like, a moment smacks you in the face <laughs> it's not it's not so fabulous and then you're like but then hindsight you're like it was better than I could have ever planned. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, depending on beliefs and stuff, me personally, every time I'm like, okay, I have this plan. Like I stopped saying that. Like I have goals that like I want to get to, but I don't have this detailed map anymore because God's always like, you're funny. I'll mm-hmm. get you there, <laughs> but it's going to be the exact opposite of what you have planned. And so and I've learned hard. to lean into to that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so hard. I mean, I definitely feel like, like, and I, I mean, I just love everyone and everyone feels the same way. But for me, like, and how I grew up, like, you know, we believe, and I just feel like he was looking out for us because I mean, she started crying on her own. She was just healthy and it was awesome. And I feel like we were protected, but like, what are you going to do? I can't like be like pause button on life, you know? No. And, uh, and then I was, I was really nervous to have another another baby and we went away for our anniversary the first time we were away in two years and of course come home with a baby <laughs> and right. I, was, I was really scared you know because of what had happened but again it's like well we just we're just gonna do this and we're gonna hope that you know it works out I don't think my body just doesn't love pregnancies too much and yeah when I came out of that one I don't know if I was so nervous I, you know, she was fine. She was two weeks early. We got to take her home. Like we literally like booked out of the hospital at the 24 hour mark, like (laughs) give us our baby and get home. You know, our other, our first daughter, she was great. You know, she never even needed oxygen or anything, but she needed to grow. So she was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. So when our second daughter came out, I was like, we're like, give it, give her to us. We're leaving. (laughs) Like, right. But I think it took me a while to settle in and I get postpartum really, really bad. And Mm -hmm. it spiraled into this kind of like three years of a really, really bad, um, like suicidal depression. Depending on, you know, the circumstances that are changing, which a lot do change with, with pregnancy. And especially when you work for yourself, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this had anything to do with it too, but you know, having to make so many adjustments to your work schedule, your personal life, your life as a mom, your life as a wife, your life as a friend, that can feel really off balance and yeah. can kind of play a role in in that postpartum. And so I want to chat because I feel like pregnancy and being a hairstylist is 
so freaking hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. And what how how do you feel about that? Because it's like, okay, you have this baby, and then a lot of people are like, okay, I'm gonna start going back like four weeks later, or like a little bit, like one day a week, four weeks later, or two days a week, six weeks later, or three, or, you know, they try to wing it in, or you try to plan, again, you try to plan, but it's like, then here's this postpartum depression stepping in. It's like, how do you force yourself to leave a baby that you already feel like is forcing you to be home from something you want to do? And like, how do you balance all of that going back? I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard. Like, you know, it's hard to to push forward and not just stay stuck in things you know it, it's great when you have a support system or you know luckily we have careers that most of us I mean we really love doing this you have to you have to just like do it you know I you don't want to leave your baby you don't want to go back you're in this crazy you know I was in this crazy you know depression where I don't even want to get out of bed but you have to you have to move on. You have to, you have to do it. You know, I, and I think you got to look at your life, your life experiences, just, you know, no matter what it is and what people go through, sometimes you want to give up, but like, you just can't, you know, you have people depending on you or, um, you know, stuff like that. And, and I think that really, it kind of goes into, like us behind the chair and all the experiences we go through, sometimes we don't want to share it. Um, but it teaches you that you can get through anything and just keep pushing through even with the doubt. I mean, I never thought I would get out of that. You know, I was begging my husband to like leave me and take the kids. Cause I'm like, you can't be miserable and, and deal with me and thank God, God, he's like a saint and he didn't. <laughs> Cause right. I mean, I would have stalked him and found him again and forced them to, you know, take me back but you know just everyone goes through ups and downs and everyone's in different stages of their life and you never know what people are going through it's always changing but it's we're always moving forward too and you know you just have to I don't know take one step at a time ask for help when you need it you know don't be embarrassed to open up and then and just and just go for it it's like well I gotta work I don't want to lose my career I you know I have a house and now these people that depend on me and you know we just kind of yeah. you just kind of do it and then once you start doing it it's you're like oh shit okay like this is good you know you can you see that it's all right you know that it's going to be okay and and you're just adjusting to your new norm right and see that's something that I see a lot in this industry is just feeling like those like stylists like just giving up or not pursuing things or when they face something that's hard it's like oh it's not meant to be and it's like don't feel like just because something is hard or difficult or not is like not what you planned is a as a reason don't take that as a reason to give up or to stop I feel like no I'm the kind of person like actually no like that's gonna make me want it more personally but then there's the other set of people who are like okay that's my sign you know mm-hmm. you know I'm definitely someone who has to like you know like like you said before you got to fake it till you make it mm-hmm. like I, you just got to push and you got to go through you know and just I think you have to always kind of have like a balance like when you're feeling like that and you're you're not right or something's going on 
you have to realize it's okay to take a step back and figure out what you're having trouble with and just focus on that one thing instead of trying to make everything perfect and focus on everything all at once. Just take a breath and, and step back and be like, okay, this is what I'm struggling with, but I have to move on. I have to keep going. This is something I really want to do. Or so you just take a deep breath and like, all right, let's, let's do it. Let's just push forward. It's something to say, you know, once you get on top of that hill, once you climb it and you've put all of the blood, sweat and tears into whatever it is that you're working on or trying to process, the feeling afterwards is just so much greater. You know, like when you finally felt like you came out of that postpartum three years, four years later, there's just this, this feeling of like, not like that you're invincible, but like I can give a valiant effort to anything that comes my way. Mm-hmm. Not like an unstoppable f- feeling, but in a sense, kind of, you're like, I can do yeah. anything. I've conquered something so much, like something so crazy. Like I can do anything I put my mind to. And I think it makes you realize too, like there's so many ebbs and flows in life and ups and downs and you know, wherever you are at that moment isn't where you're going to stay for the rest of your life. So yeah, if you just keep pushing forward, I mean, like IBE has made me seriously question my life choices. This method <laughs> is insanely amazing and it's insanely intricate and it gives my OCD obsessive heart massive palpitations, but I definitely wanted to quit. Like I was like, what the hell am I doing? I have been in this industry for 20 years. What if I'm starting my whole career, like basically completely over with something new. I mean, it was really scary. I would come home and I would cry to my husband, like, what, what am I doing? You know, it, it's, but man, I just, I knew it was something I really, really wanted to do and mm-hmm. really loved. And the community we have is insane. And I just wanted to like immerse myself and be a part of it. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. Like, I just have to do it. I'm going to go to sleep and then I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to freaking do it. Yep. And I'm not going to give up on myself because, you know, what does that do for you? Nothing. Yeah, it's exactly right. And it's like, there's something to say about those who even give up and start over too, you know, like you don't necessarily have to give up. You can just pause. Like you can always just take a break. Yep. Take a break. Take a step back. Yep. And relax, like just don't pressure yourself, you know, who's counting? Nobody's counting. Right. Not an IBE. There's no pressure to get things done in a certain amount of time. I mean, obviously we want you to to do these things and finish your certification or finish master's or whatever it is that you're working on within the company. But there's no pressure that, you know, life happens. And that's something that I'm so grateful for IBE and the company through and through completely understanding they're always understanding for different circumstances that each individual is in. And that is kind of what it was created on with this virtual education, like the circumstances of you having to travel. Like it's great now that we have in-person education and virtual, but like some people can't travel. Some people can't pick up, leave their work, leave their family and do all of those things. And so now we offer everything, you know, online. And that was kind of what was important to Mackenzie is that we can meet you where you are. And if you need to take a moment, then take a moment, you know? Um, yeah. Because that's what's healthy. A lot of companies, 
are not like that, you know, Mm-mm. or you just kind of, here's this and then go on your way and, and that's it. And it's so overwhelming. And then you feel lost, like, but with Mackenzie in this community, I mean, it's just, it's unlike anything that I've ever been a part of. Like, I really feel like I found a home in IBE, you know, the community that we have and, you know, if you need help, there's truly, truly genuine people who are here to help you and like cheer you on, you know, and, and you want everyone to succeed, That's but right. you gotta, you gotta work for it. You know, it is, it is not just a, a slap a weft on and stitch it. Like there's <laughs> such specific things and it's hard. You got to practice, you got to do it. You got to like, you're going to cry or freak out and want to punch something at some yep. point, but just pushing through it's it's incredible and the community I mean it's just unreal it's like I think I say this like every day I can't even believe that I'm a part of something so amazing and I'll get emotional about that like the lives that like there's so many different levels of life that's lives that change every single day it's the first and foremost the clients lives that are changing with this method that they can wear this method and have these healthy grow outs and be able to wear extensions for however long they want to and not like ruin their scalp and not have that option. And then there's the stylists who, whose lives have changed, you know, whether it's financially or just having the opportunity to have a method that they don't have to worry about staying in. And then there's, you know, people who feel that need to give to others and to help others um, as far as like that stylist to stylist communication and that stylist to stylist community and the opportunity to educate and really, really level this industry up. So many opportunities here and so much goodness. It's just like too much to bear sometimes. And it's like, no, it's, I can't imagine my life without this. It No, really. <laughs> I mean, it sounds crazy. like, it does sound crazy, but it really is. It's like a group of people who aren't afraid to be who they are. Like everyone's so inspiring. There's no pressure, you know, like yeah. if you're feeling pressure, you're putting it on yourself because, you know, I knew like I want education. I want to go f- as far as I can. I need to like have everything, but some people don't want to do that. And it's totally right. fine. You know, you can be at whatever level you want to be at and, and insert yourself in any way that you want to in this community. And it's, always so welcome right yeah like whatever you want to give you're welcome and not judged and no expectations there's so many levels so it's really like anyone can you know do it and the people behind the company I mean the support and the passion to always keep growing and always keep learning and never just like oh here this is it and then that's it. I mean, like, I think she's recording the videos for the third time again, the certification yep. videos, because you're constantly learning more. And that is so insanely inspiring yep. to be around. Like, it makes you want to push forward and and do more and give your best. And it's, it's really the first time I've ever been a part of something like this that I feel like I'm not just blindly going at it alone. Exactly. And and that's what helps us stay inspired and helps us avoid that burnt out, you know, run down, 
out of gas feeling when we're working behind the chair is we have others who help us and encourage us to respect our boundaries and to you know nourish ourselves and then we have those people who who are that nourishment within our community who you know when you get a message from them you feel like understood and you feel heard and valued and that's what the purpose of it is is you know to have these connections with each other and to feel like you have you know the most help from yeah. any level a at home. all times we have a home <laughs> yes yeah and I just I think that and it always I feel like it's always giving like what you need like I am driven and I push myself but sometimes I don't post on social media for weeks because I just need to step back and I can't handle things and yep. then when you are feeling that way there's someone that just can swoop right in and help you and encourage you and be there when you're feeling that way and you see someone else going through it it's like oh, like seriously the most magical feeling to be able to help someone and help them feel good about themselves and and see the value in themselves and I just feel like there's not many communities that or companies that really I don't know like follow through isn't the right but like that just continued support and community that really just want to help they're really isn't that much I will just say value in other methods there just isn't mm -hmm. all they are is methods but with IBE you have the method you have education and you have a community so there yeah that I mean, right it really there is. is a tremendous yeah. value not trying to sell and maybe that's not what people need I mean right it's freaking awesome if you don't need that I needed that you know, I need that. I can power through and kick ass, but if I also need someone kind of pushing me along and there and going through it with, and so it really like, I just love this industry too, because there's so many different methods and so many different ways. And, you know, just like we were talking about God before and you and what you and I mm -hmm. believe might not be what others believe, but we all need something different. That's you know, funny. we all need, we all get things in a different way so you know there's so many options but I just love IBE for the fact that man it is like if you want love and support and some someone who like Mackenzie is like a magical unicorn like I don't even understand how right. she does what she does but she doesn't stop or give up like every time I'm like oh my god this is the best thing ever that you've come out with <laughs> and then like the next week she's like oh and I have this and I'm like I don't like you've yeah. had 50 million ideas and I have one that I've never acted on <laughs> but, right right but the level that IBE can give you as long as you put the work in you know you get you can get whatever you want out of this it's just whatever level you want and however much you want to give you'll get back oh 1000 percent you get back in tenfold. It's just like mm -hmm. the most unreal. Like, did I ever think I would be like on a podcast? <laughs> no, never. Absolutely never. Or teaching your magical colorways. No, never. <laughs> so I mean, good. every single day I'm like, is this real life? Like, I don't know if you guys heard yeah. that TikTok or that real sound. Like, is this? And it's so true because I wake up every day and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yep. Gratitude book. I'm like, all right. 
It's mm-hmm. full, honey. It's full. Yeah. That, those lines, I'm out of lines. I need more lines yeah. of things I'm grateful for because IVE takes up a lot of those. And just like little specifics, like every day, my, my friendships within IBE literally like family. Like I talk, my family's like, Oh yeah, that's your, that's your one friend. I'm like, yeah, that's my friend. And they're like, Oh, you're, you always talk to her. I'm like, yeah, I always talk to her. Like they just like, my husband's like, Hey, what's up? I'm like on FaceTime. Like he knows them. No. And it's like, it's just full of real people who are transparent. We have nothing to hide. We can be ourselves and nobody judges. Like when with our platform artist retreat that we just went to, there was eight of us that stayed in a Airbnb together and I had never met anyone you know a couple of the girls had met uh previously at the IBE con which I didn't get to I didn't go to and I told Mackenzie I messaged her I'm like I will never ever ever (laughs) miss another thing again because the FOMO I have right now is insane like I was so (laughs) mad at myself for not doing it but so they've met a little bit but we just know each other from supporting each other online for the past few years and you know to have a group of eight women that you've never even met before everyone was just so incredible we had the most amazing time and the biggest connection ever we've we've created a gang called the blood hive so you know (laughs) we'll be rocking our gang uh vests (laughs) at the uh but and so it's like oh my gosh this is amazing and then we go to the platform retreat where there's like 40 something people and everyone is still amazing too. And it's like, I don't even understand how, I, I don't understand how this is like a real thing, Tori, like, <laughs> and how there's so many amazing people and it's just, yeah. It's, it's just pure magic. It's pure magic. Mm-hmm. It's destiny. It was part of the plan all along. Someone's plan, God's plan, not mine, but yeah. like, I could have never, like I said, like things turn out better than you could have ever imagined. And IBE is definitely one of those every single day. It's changing and getting some better and better. And that's something that, you know, within our industry is hard to find um, Mm -hmm. that positivity and good change behind the chair because it's tough. And always pushing yourself. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, like I don't ever want to get complacent you know, that, that Mm. makes it not fun. And, and it's hard to find a community or a a niche or whatever that, that kind of does that and is growing with you, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. And there's so many things, you know, happening within the industry that it's, it's hard to know what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Like, don't feel pressured to be something that isn't, isn't right like if you're just not feeling if it's just if it's hard for you well I just said like don't give up on something hard and now I'm like if it's if it's feeling forced don't no but do if it. you don't if you're not feeling it if it's really not what you want don't do it just because it's what you see other people doing on social media or yeah you know everything's not right for everyone and sometimes I think that's hard like it's something that I feel like we should really stop doing in this industry is comparing well I guess in life in general actually stop comparing yourself to everyone else it's so hard in the society we're in with the technology and social media mm-hmm. driven and people tend to think that what they see online is just that's the real life world and people don't have anything bad going on um and you know 
so it makes those people feel like they're not true they're not real like that they're looking for validation from other people so you just have to be what you are and that's just not that's just not the case you know it's I think putting yourself out there and being who you are and sharing your experiences and pushing forward I mean it just all helps move everything forward and keep you know keep going so many things like you just see people some people are really good at autopilot like just still just showing up and acting like everything's okay makes me feel like helps me get through everything not being okay and so showing up getting things done is a good distraction for me to stay positive and happy and some people thrive with that distraction and sometimes it can be harmful so just do what you feel is right but don't compare just I have to, I naturally, I don't ever, I don't slip into like jealousy or envy very easily personally. If anything, my mind naturally uses it as inspiration or like a motivation. And so, but some of us see online and want it out of that envy, but, or comparison the imposter syndrome we talked about that a lot and it's so real yeah feel bad about what they've done or what they haven't done and it's like don't do that use it as inspiration make it on a mood board and freaking Mm -hmm. have it light that fire under your butt and make it like be your burning passion to get what you need to do like get yeah everyone has bad days like everyone You know, when I, I would talk to my clients about my depression, I was really, really open with them. And mm-hmm. I had so many women coming to me like, oh, like, people just keep telling me to just push through and, oh, it's just tough having a baby and blah, blah, blah. And, like, you're the first person that, like, has made me feel like it's normal and it's okay what I'm going through and that I shouldn't just suck it up and deal with it. Right. And I think that's hard because people, people don't share and people don't let people see their vulnerability and know that they are not perfect and mm-hmm. other we need to share that because it it helps people to realize like you know everything's all right and like you know like you're saying like with Haley saying you just got to show up I mean there's so many days when I was stuck in that depression or when anyone is going through anything bad that you literally just don't even want to get out of bed and like I would wake up like cranky and angry, like and in a bad mood. And but I'm like I gotta go to work because I gotta pay my bills. And then you get there, and it is the, like the fake it till you make it. And then within like a half hour, you just feel great. You've like totally just switched your mind and gotten yeah. into a different mode. And then you have a great day. But if you didn't actually push and go forward and do it, you never would have been able to get out of it or know like that. It, it does, you know, it is going to change. That's right. And like, even I've been having allergies, nothing contagious. <clears throat> and I didn't want to go to work Thursday or Friday. And I went to work anyway. And I was thinking at work, I sounded way worse than, I mean, I didn't feel good, but I sounded really scary. Like people were like, oh my gosh, yeah. you're going to get sick. Yeah. I'm like, no, well, no, no. And no. now with what's happening yeah. in the world it's like right yeah I was like no no no, I don't have I'll, that I'll wear you know? my hazmat suit yeah I'm like I have my negative test right here but um <laughs> so but when I got to work and I was working I was like I would have been laying on the couch or in the bed thinking about 
first of all, thinking about how miserable I felt, making me feel more miserable. And B, I would have had a whole nother issue of moving clients, rescheduling clients, fitting them in. And then on that day, I would also just be suffering through trying to get my clients back in. And so it was just like more suffering to put it off, you know, in a sense. So a hundred percent. And then you get up and you'd go and you're fine. Right. It's like, yeah. And my clients are there and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I don't feel good, but I'm doing it. Like, and I don't, I'm not even thinking about how I feel because I'm thinking about them. We're getting extensions in, we're doing beautiful hair. It just feels better. And so Sometimes that distraction is very, very necessary to like get past things. 100%. 100%. Like I feel that in my core like that. And you just, you know, there's no way around it, but just getting up and doing it. And there's some days like I am not (laughs) like sunshine and rainbows. Like there are days that I didn't get out of bed, you know, but I didn't let that be my life, you know? And, and so with whatever you want to do with whatever you want to go through in life or your goals. Like, I think you just, you have, you have to just push, you have to go. Like you okay. probably had a, a bomb ass day, like, yeah. Uh, at work that day realizing, Oh, all right. I'm okay. Instead of laying in bed miserable and feeling like crap. And then you start to like, you can either spiral yourself up or spiral yourself down. You know, okay. it's like, a, it, Yeah. That's right. And I don't want this to come off as like that toxic, like hustle, um, boss, babe, listen to your body. You know, if you're mm-hmm. ill, you're ill. Uh, mine was allergies. So on the level of illness scale, that wasn't very high. <laughs> so, right. you know, just trust what, do what you need to do, but like, don't let yourself get too far into that. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. So, right. Like you just have to, if you're sick, you're sick and you need to take care of yourself too. That is also something, you know, I, I know we talked about like, like a belief in our industry that like, I just disagree yeah. with having to push yourself and like not giving yourself any grace, like being in the service industry. I think I'm, mm. it's always been like, you got to work every night. You got to work every Saturday. You got to do all this and, and you do it but then you just feel like a slave to it and, and you get burnt out so quick. And, you know, I think I love that. I see the industry changing in a way that having a balance is, is okay. And I don't feel like that's really been something that's in, in this industry for very long. And, and it's just really nice that you don't have to be overworked. You don't have to, I like what you said, like you don't have to be overworked, even starting out. I'm kind of similar to Ken's in the respect that I haven't been in the industry very long. I was like a late to the party girl, fashionably late. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, I wasn't in the industry long and I knew right when I graduated, like I wanted to do extensions. So I like dove right in. I did work a slave for a little bit. And I was like, Ooh, no, no, no. And I had, but from the beginning I had boundaries. I was inspired by a lot of different stylists on Instagram who were like, okay, like don't let clients push you over, charge your late fees. Like in that respect, not necessarily my schedule because that's more recent in the industry. I would say within the last like year or two, but it was like demand that respect from people, keep cards online. All of that was available right when I graduated. And so I was lucky to have those boundaries starting out. And I see 
even stylists now, not working seven, six days a week from the start. They start out with less days and then build their days up instead of starting out with six days on their schedule and then having to go down. I don't think that there's like a rhyme or reason to building a business in this industry that works. I mean, there's obviously like things that work and things that don't, period. But yeah. it's flexible. It's it's flex. It's like what works for you might not work for me, might work for her, but it can be what you want it to be. So it's up to you, like you mentioned earlier. It really is up to you. Yeah, and I, I love that for people who are kind of newer in the industry or just getting into it. Like I love that that's a thing because – I feel like you can't give your, your best when you're burnt out or when you're just going and then you start to have resentment and mm-hmm. like working too much or always like never saying no. And then you're not a good stylist. So, right. you know, it's just so important to be there for your clients and give your, your best. And if you're feeling resentment or overworked or, or taken advantage of, I mean, we do it to ourselves. It's never Mm -hmm. anyone else doing it. You know, it's all like (laughs) self-inflicted. But if you don't take a step back and change that, then you're not going to be putting your best work out. You're not going to be giving your clients your best. You're not going to give yourself your best. You know, you, you are allowed to take time and, and take care of yourself too, because we can't help other people when we're not helping ourselves. And the industry is about, you know, giving to everyone else. Yes, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Yep. We are learning that more and more (laughs) in this industry every day. And, you know, the services that we offer are are more demanding on a scale here within IBE of your body. You know, think of how that wear and tear on your body is going to feel in a few years even – it doesn't take long, you know, for your health to to start showing the effects of the neglect that you didn't or the neglect that you gave it, you know. I had a I, I just this made me think of him. I had a teacher in hair school. He would work at the hair school in the morning and I went to a small, like locally owned school, nothing big, but it was amazing. Actually, I loved my school. And they taught me a lot about business too. So like they were amazing. He would wake up every morning, do yoga. Um, He'd start at like 6 a.m. He'd do yoga and then walk his dogs, go to school. He'd teach all day until like 4.30. And then he would go work for his, go do hair, haircuts and stuff for clients in the afternoon. And then he would go home. Like this guy worked all day and all night and he was very cool, very cool. And he took care of himself, but he he always encouraged us to do the same. He'd be like, you need to wake up. You need to do your yoga. You need to have your coffee. You need to be walking because even something my chiropractor has mentioned, standing, we think, oh, we're on our feet all day. Yeah, it's worse than, it's almost worse than- Not moving. Right. standing in one place for hours with your hands up not moving at all sometimes I'll be done with the install and I'll like go to just like walk away <laughs> to take a picture in a different spot I'm like oh ah like, right I think my legs are falling asleep standing up I know and our shoulders 
and everything, Mm -hmm. you know, it's worse almost. And so we have to, and he would always tell us, you have to take care of your body. You have to move your body outside of work because within our, our industry and our careers, you know, we, we aren't able to move our body at work very much. Yep. And it's just right. It's just a a balance health, like a balance of, of everything is what's important. It's the only way that you're going to be able to get through anything you want to do in life. It's like understanding the balance and understanding when you can push and understanding when you need to give yourself a break or some, you know. Yeah. And sometimes that takes, you know, um, a lesson or two of not giving yourself a break and suffering the consequences. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. I am Mm -hmm. going to prepare and take care of myself so that this doesn't happen. So hopefully it's not like too big of a problem that you suffer from (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) You know, a backache or something pulled here and there. Um, I think I heard someone say like it was like our job is equivalent to like being a construction worker, like what it does on your body. And we forget, like, it's like, wow, we love what we do and it's so incredible and it feels so good. And so mentally you love it, but physically we forget Mm -hmm. what it actually, you know, does to us. My grandma's on Instagram. She's so cool. She responded to my stories and was like, yes, this is so true, Tori. You are older, a lot longer than you are young. And that was another hmm. mind-blowing thought. Older, yeah. a lot longer yeah. than you are young. Holy crap. And physically, you are. And I've been, like, really thinking about that's kind of been haunting me. I'm like, dang, I didn't, wasn't ready for that. But, yeah, you are, so you have to take care of yourself and make sure that you are doing what you need to do so that you can make it the long haul. Because we yeah. had – how yeah. many – there were stylists at the Platform Artist Retreat I think it was, um, I know Sheila, the other Renee, they had been doing hair how long? I think it's like 40 years. Yeah, right. I think, and it's always, you always have to grow. Like, you don't want to ever lose the passion for it. So you always have to be continually, you know, I mean, at least in, where I am, like, we don't have to have any kind of continued education. So you can get your license. And then 40 years later, if you've never taken a class, like, I just don't see, you know, that I don't feel like there's, you're going to have that passion still. But if you're always pushing and always going and always trying to grow, you'll never lose your love for it. That's right. I was talking. And it's okay. We don't have continuing ed here and um, continuing ed requirements, which is absolutely positively so terrifying for the consumer. So if you're a consumer, mm-hmm. call your state board and demand that stylists take continuing education. Um, but my point with this is that, you know, when you're not going to these classes or pursuing more education, you also lose sight of your value. You know, because when you go to these classes, almost every class, whether it's color, whether it's a cutting class, there's always talk with value and charging your worth and, you know, 
that type of conversation. And so you do lose sight of that. And then you're kind of in your own head and you don't know what you're worth, you know? So, yeah. And I think it's hard being, you know, maybe if I am like a renter or if you're a suite owner, you know, everything is, is on you. So it's really hard to give yourself a raise or to add value to yourself because you're like, you are the one that has to do it and you feel responsible or you feel guilty or um, any of that kind of thing. So I think seeing the value in yourself and, and actually always growing, I think it, uh, it helps you to see the value and see your worth and to, to be able to continue. A lot of it is this community piece with IBE. You know, I feel confident because we have these connections. We have these discussions. Like there was a post in the app, I think yesterday about pricing, like she was breaking it all down and was like, what do you guys think? Like, not that our opinion should be determining her value, but there's always different things and ways to evolve with pricing and charging um, for your services. And so without that community and those conversations, it's just not happening. And so it's right. I just was like, on you is hard. So to have yeah. the community and the people to support and to throw ideas off of, I mean, it's, it's huge. It's like a huge, huge thing. I mean, we never knew that this is how this was going to end up. I just wanted to do some banging extensions. Right? You know what I mean? Like an offer for my clients. And now it's like, my like crap, I have like a whole new family of like people who truly, truly care. Right. And, and are genuine and want to see you thrive. That's exactly right. You know, I, I think there, it's not, I don't feel like anyone's my competition and not because I'm like, oh, I'm the shit, but because whoever is meant to be in your chair is going to be in your chair. And we all vibe with different people. And like, we can't service the entire uh, area that we live in of people. So I think who you're meant to get is who you're going to get. And the other people will find another stylist who works great for them. But supporting everyone and helping everyone, it's just only going to make everything all better. Yes, that's exactly how I feel too. Just like the way in the direction that this community is going is far beyond anything I think that's ever, I feel confident to say, has ever existed. And so it's Mm -hmm. like... If you're sitting on the fence wondering about it or, you know, just creeping on it or even if you're trying to knock it off, like, don't feel bad. I tried that, too. Not, like, publicly, but don't do that. They'll come for you. Uh, (laughs) Rightfully so. Um, But even if you're, like, just trying to knock it off and it's not working and you're, like, trying to figure it out, like, girl, just come get certified. You'll... Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be like, oh, that's why it was not working right. Yeah. Um. And then you're going to have a whole community standing behind you, encouraging yeah. you, loving you, and helping you grow. So, I mean, there's so many times I see people who are like, oh, how, how's this or how's that? Or I'm like, dude, just oh, just spend the money and take the education because it is so, 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 so worth it. Like, you just make it back in value and community and, you know, income. It's just everyone should just do it. Everyone it's just there's money. there's not a single doubt that this was like the best decision in my career that I've ever made. I love that. 
I love that so much. This has been such an amazing chat. So I wanted to say thank you for coming here today and being vulnerable because first of all, that is the hardest thing in the world to be vulnerable and to open up. But like you mentioned earlier, it encourages others to do the same. And that is when we can truly grow is when we are being our most genuine, authentic, vulnerable self. And so thank you for that because I know that there are people here that are listening and feel excited and encouraged to start the new day and to begin again because of it. So thank you. And it's how you make real true connections is, you know, by being yourself. Yeah. I'm a weirdo. I mean, I, there's some really awkward dancing videos of me from the platform artist retreat, but like the (laughs) the people who vibe with it is great. And the people who think I'm annoying, I'm sorry. I am just going to be who I am and you'll just have to deal with it or, you know, like talk about me behind my back. It's fine. I'm, Mm. I'm totally cool with that, (laughs) but we've made some truly, truly genuine connections and people that I feel like will be in my life for a really long time. And that's because we're able to just be who we are. All because of IBE here today. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for hanging out, Renee. Um, I will see you in Vegas, which I want to mention too, more details will be launching soon. I know we had the little teaser video. So be on the lookout if you're an IBE certified stylist, or if you are in the process of becoming certified, you are also able to come. As long as you are enrolled, you are able to come to IBEcon 2022. Um, so yeah, keep a lookout for that. More details will be on the website. There is also details on the website as far as education goes, certification um, details there as well. So head on over to invisiblebeadextensions.com if you have questions and we will catch you on the next episode. 